Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finfields. Good to be back. It's like a bit of a homecoming, so to speak. It's the very first edition of Untapped Talent for 2016. It's a whole new year, but we're still doing the same old thing, which is not a bad thing once you think about it. Still shining the light on rising stars, young up-and-comers who are doing awesome, awesome things. And I'm very excited about this this year. It's a whole new year. You get to be excited, really. Everyone is motivated again to go out there and pursue their dreams. And hopefully, we'll definitely be getting the right people in. We after week right here on cliffcentral.com as we continue the conversation with all these inspiring young people. So this week, uh, I'll be chatting to some of those people who are actually making great advances in their own career and pursuing their dreams. Uh, first and foremost, this guy, you're, uh, it's one of those things of when you're kind of too cool, like his coolness is intid- intimidating to me. I can't even say the word intimidating without stuttering. His name is Anderson Mabitsela. He's basically a success story at the age of 24 years old. So I want you to think back to when you were 24 years old, if you're a little older, or maybe if you're a little younger, what you want to do at 24. Uh, because Anderson, at the age of 24 years old, has already graduated from the Academy of Sound Engineering and has gone on to work on tours, uh, musical tours, such as Swedish House Mafia's one last tour, Lincoln Park at Soccer City, when they performed here in South Africa. Um, Lira's Captured Tour, he also also worked on some shows including Essay Idols and also worked with international acts like Jill Scott and Shantae Moore. Basically, like, I'm just... What I often wonder is, at 24, if you've done all of this, what sort of ambitions do you have for the rest of your life? Like, I feel like you could have checked a lot off at that age. And now you're like, yeah, okay, this life thing is kind of overrated. I'm done. And then a little later as well uh, in the show, I'll be talking to a fashionista who goes by the name of Ayan Dantlapo. She's doing something very, very interesting. She is a character and a half, I've been told. So I'm very excited to get to chat to her. She's launching a whole new venture in the show as beginning in about two weeks so i'll get to chat to her about the details of that etc etc so it's very interesting people as always in studio joining me this week and if you want to join in on the conversation all you have to do is tweet us at cliffcentralcom or at sia underscore sf or you can send in a message live and we'll go straight up on wechat our official account is cliff central Tap connect and message to show. It's as simple as that. So before I get my guests in, I want to actually get into a conversation as it is at, uh, after it all at the beginning of the year. Um, and so we should highlight some people who I think are just going to absolutely explode this year. It's like an artist to watch, so to speak. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an interesting list. Per, and may I just add, this is very, very personal. These are people who I think like, I may not like them wholeheartedly, but they're just going to get there. And believe you me, mark my words, being the 8th of Jan 2016 at 9 in the morning, I said this. Um, starting off with Jaden Smith, I particularly, it's not that I hate him, but it's, it's like he's just, <laughs> he just needs to sit down once in a while and just think about what he's saying. But I have to commend the guy. As a teenager, Jaden Smith has basically been commended at the beginning of the year, and this is why I feel like he's going to roll over and do so many things this year, as someone who is breaking down conventional gender norms because he, at 17 years old, has been selected uh, as the face of the Louis Vuitton Spring 2016 Women's Wear campaign. So Jaden Smith, 
Will Smith's son, who's 17, has been picked as the face of the Louis Vuitton Spring 2016 Women's Wear campaign. Um, if you've seen the picture, you'd know there are three female models dressed up and decked out in Louis Vuitton, and Jaden Smith is also there. Now, he's wearing a skirt. He's, you know, just going out there, being himself. And a lot of people are saying, you know, why is it a problem that Jaden Smith is a new face, you know, for women's wear? Or, you know, what is even the definition of women's wear? You know, because at the end of the day, it's just clothes, right? So kudos on him. I think, you know, whoever was behind this decision, he's 17 years old and he's making such strong um statements, really. Th- that has to be commended. Him as a person, I don't really know if I agree with him all the time because Jaden Smith was also the guy who tweeted like a while ago he says um, I don't want you guys to think because I was born in America that I speak and abide by English grammar I speak Jaden indefinitely what, like Jaden what does that mean what do you mean like it's it's I I just I understand if you're against a cause and you want to you know break gender stereotypes good on you my guy but when you say you don't speak English that just for me says I don't know there's there's a lot we need to figure out with your life. But hey, uh, yeah, so Jaden, go on with your bad self. I think 2016 is going to be a big year for you. The mere fact that you've already kicked it off with such a story and, you know, modeling for Louis Vuitton at the age of 17. That's for most of us. We are just in high school trying to make it through maths and science. Here you are <laughs> with Louis Vuitton. So that's not shabby company at all. Um, the second person who I really think is going to just explode this year. This Canadian singer, his name is Sean Mendes. I really want you to mark my words on this one. Sean Mendes, he's, uh, um, he's actually 16 years old. He's turning 17 as well. So he started, you know, just as this buzz sensation on Vine a while ago. He's just like this goofy guy on Vine. Uh, but now he's really turned into this absolute, like this, teen music sensation uh he's just released a hit album it's titled handwritten and you probably know the song uh, stitches on there which made it to uh, number one on billboard's top 200 charts so he's already raking up like 3.6 million instagram followers and he's currently on tour with the queen of music right now taylor swift so once again at the age of 16 years old to Say that you're in company with Taylor Swift and the likes. I think that's awesome, awesome for you. So, yeah, he just has looks on his side. I just wish in another life and in another time I was A, talented enough to sing and B, I just had looks where I'd go everywhere and girls would be screaming my name. I don't know. There's just something cool about that. And then I could crowd surf. That's all I want to do. But moving on, staying with the musicians, which is kind of a little recurring theme right now, actually. Jess Glynn. Now, you probably will not, uh, you know, her name doesn't sound familiar just at the top of your head, but I can probably say you know one or two of her songs or some of the songs that she's been featured in. She's probably somewhere on a music channel, somewhere around the world right now, either on radio or TV. I'm pretty certain of that. She's 25 years old. And she first shot to fame for uh, this her collaboration with Clean Bandit on the song uh, Rather Be and Real Love, um, and then moved on to basically in the past short time, really. She's overtaken Cheryl uh, Cole. I still call her Cheryl Cole, even though she's divorced Ashley Cole, and I'm not about to call her 
that other long surname of her. Anyway, Cheryl Cole uh, basically took five years to secure the record for the most number one singles for British solo artists. But Jess has now matched her in just 18 months. So Jess, Jess Glenn has now lent her vocals to Tiny Temper and Clean Bandit and Route 9 as well. And the singer helped them also hit the top single spot and add one more number one of her own, which is titled Don't Be So Hard on Yourself. And Jess now holds a record uh, with Cheryl Cole as well. So... I'm really, really so excited for her. I, it was very randomly the past like week or so. I was cleaning out my room and I found this package and I was like, what is in here? And I actually found a Jess Glenn, her latest CD. So I don't remember if someone, if it was a gift, if it was a gift from someone, I apologize for not seeing it sooner. If it was a freebie somewhere, if it was a freebie, thank you so much to whoever gave it to me. Uh, but I was popping it in my car and I've been listening to the whole thing and it's quite a, cool body of work overall she's 25 years old and just there's this authenticity to her there's just this coolness unlike any other when it comes to her music and that's why i really do think 2016 is going to be her year so let me know if i have any hits or misses what you think will be uh who you think will really like shine this year in 2016 email us on untapped at cliffcentral.com or also even if it's just with your random comments or queries, but also if you want to be on the show, if you think you're cool enough to be profiled on the show, because I'm totally like raising my standards and bars right now. So let's do that. Untapdectlifecentral.com. But moving on with the show, want to kick things off right now with our cover of the week. We do this every single week. We're going to YouTube, find a young up and comer who's just sitting alone in the bedroom with a little webcam, has some pipes to them, records a song. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, so this year, it's by Devin and Kyle on YouTube. This was published last year, actually. But I have to say, if I had to summarize my 2015 with one song, it would actually have to be this one. Uh, it is Shut Up and Dance, which was released uh, by American pop rock band Walk the, Walk the Moon in 2014, actually. But the song itself just blew up in 2015. So it's from their second studio album, Talking is Hard. And it's written by the band members and the songwriters Ben and Ryan. And the song is based on an experience the front man of the band nicholas had at an la nightclub he said his girlfriend invited him to dance which inspired the title when he envisioned uh this anthem for just letting go of frustration and having fun so the song was dig- digitally released as the lead single from talking is hard on september 10 2014 but these youtubers devin and kyle uh, recorded this in March of 2015, their own cover of the song Shut Up and Dance. And it were, it now has, just to get this, two, more than two million views. I'm not even going to get to the accurate number. It's like more than 2.6 million views. And I actually have to say for absolute good reason. Cause right now, I'm just about to have a jam party all on my own right here in studio. It's my definite, definite obsession. This is, uh, Devin and Kyle with their cover of Walk the Moon's Shut Up and Dance. This is Untapped Talent. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Woman is my destiny. She said, Ooh, shut up and dance with me. Ooh, shut up and dance with me. I have to say, if you did not just spare a little second, tap your foot, move your head around, whatever it is, then the song. I don't know, then you're not of this planet. Uh, that was a cover, a YouTube cover, which is our cover of the week this week by Devin and Kyle, which is by Walk the Moons, Shut Up and Dance. What an awesome song. I like it. It's one of those things like, 
it's so corny and catchy. I just feel like if there was a 2015 high school musical, the song would be the theme song because I'm just picturing all of these students getting up in their uniforms and they're dancing around. It's just definition of cool. But someone who's also most definitely the definition of cool as well is my first guest right here now on Untapped Talent. His name is Anderson. How are you doing, Mr. Anderson? <laughs> Um, good. Thanks yourself. I'm good. Dude, I don't even know where to start with you. Hey, 24 <laughs> years old. Yeah. You're a success story. And I mean that in every single sense of the word. In about how, how would you begin to describe yourself in a nutshell of like three or four lines? Who is Anderson? Where is he from? What's his vibe? Uh, well, when you start with Anderson, it's, it's someone who's pretty much worked his whole life to kind of achieve something. Uh huh. Um, you know, when you watch, those love stories. Oh, and, sorry. And, I was, I, I was and, waiting like for like, <laughs> I know. like when you watch Spider-Man. But like when you watch a love story, right? Yes. And at the very end of like this classical love story, there's like this really great song, you know, this guy standing on the back of a pickup truck. Yes. And he's just like driving through a tunnel. You know, are you referencing the perks of being a wallflower? I that's am right my now. <laughs> I am right <laughs> now. But that's pretty much yes. it. You know, when, when, when you start understanding what exactly you want to do and, yeah. How you want to go about it, you know? That was always me from the very get-go. Yeah. You know? And I was privileged to have uh parents who actually understood what it meant to actually do what you love. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of actually uh pushing you into something where you sat there and after two, three years, you have like this U-turn. Yeah. And you start thinking, what have, I, what have I let myself into, you know? Yeah. And based on that, I mean, I'm really grateful for the opportunities I've gotten. And... Jeez, all I can say is it's been amazing. You see, now that's a very powerful thought because every single person on this earth, you cannot deny that you're just striving to find what you love and go at it fearlessly and achieve what you want to achieve. When did you know that, you know, sound and, 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 you know, music is just more to you than pressing play and having a five second dance party? Uh, back in high school already. Um, I mean, I used to be in the choir, you know, singing around and it was really cool and, you know, the understanding of music and getting to know different genres and loving music. Yeah. It pretty much started there. And, you know, you started listening to different types of music and people would label you as, say, a white boy because you okay. listen to rock and roll instead exactly. of house music, you know, and so forth. And from then on, exploring new genres and, you know, just wanting to know exactly what makes it click. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how do they make it sound so So, so what so was emotional? it about a song? Was it like the lyrics? Was it listening to the beat? Was it, it was, the whole production overall? I think it was it, it was pretty much the whole production, you know, from listening to your favorite song. Yeah. You know, over and over again. And then the fifth time you listen to your favorite song, you hear a guitar and you think to yourself, why why did I not hear the guitar before? Wow. You know, what is the difference in terms of me listening to it five days ago and today. Yeah. You know? And based on all of that, I literally wanted to know the inner workings of music. I wanted to know what makes it tick. Yeah. Why does, why does this particular song bring me to tears? Yeah. You know? Do you still so remember forth. that one song that like ignited all of this? Or was it like a couple of songs? <sighs> it was, it was, it was a couple of songs. Uh -huh. and to a point where I got asked the other day, what's your favorite song? And I couldn't answer it. Yeah. I always feel like that's, I, I always know? have to give people like a top three or top five. When it comes to like favorite songs and movies, because yeah, you know, it's things with such significance to you. You can't, exactly. yeah, you and, can't just brush and, it over with one answer. You know, it becomes very hard to kind of like say, this is my favorite song because, mm -hmm. you know, with music as well, there's like different moods, you know, different landscapes. I mean, there's days when I'm like ecstatically happy and I can say my favorite song is party rock. Yeah. You know, and there's days when you're feeling emotional and sad and you're sitting there and you're like, ah, oh, well, 
my favorite song is Msebenzi Wendot. Yeah. The Muffins. Yeah. Per se, you know. And it becomes very, very intriguing to kind of like uh, understand what goes into that, you know. Yeah. Why does it bring me to tears? So, so then let me rather phrase it like this. What song did you listen to this morning? Uh, this morning, driving here, I listened to Do What You Love from The Muffins. Oh, you see? There we go. <laughs> now I understand the inner workings of Anderson. The whole psychology behind it. Yeah. So there you were at high school. You now sort of falling in love with music and production and, you know, everything attached to that. And you decide after school, you're going to take it seriously. So you enroll at the Academy of Sound Engineering, um, the Jobo campus. What was it about discovering and you know putting your heart soul and brain into music and how did the academy of sound engineering help that you know it's it's, it's actually a funny story because a week before i even found out about the academy of sound engineering uh, i had enrolled to vits to actually do law <laughs> okay right? and- hold up now <laughs> so after you have this big philosophical moment in yeah. high school you're like really love music you're like it's, but it's, it's i'll be a singing lawyer know, it's it's, it's <laughs> It's a growing pain because when you come from a family that's really educated, you know, um, ah. you sit there and you start thinking to yourself, will I disappoint my parents if I actually do something that's musical instead of, you know, sitting in an office and so forth, mm-hmm. which is why I really love my parents because my mom then sat me down and she was like, look here, son, I know you're a really smart kid, but at the same time, I do understand that you're not the type of kid that wants to sit in an office and wear a tie all day. Exactly. Right. So what I'm going to ask you to do is actually search within yourself and find a place that you actually like and go study there. Wow. Right. At that point in time, I pretty much went on the net. I found this really cool place called the Academy of Sound Engineering. Yeah. And I mean, it changed my life. Quite honestly, uh, had I not clicked on that link. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. I assume it opened your mind unlike any other. It did. I mean, it blew my mind away. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, walking into the campus, I was like, you know, I'm going to be the next hit producer. I want to have. Yeah, Timbaland, best, who you know, is now Anderson, not Timbaland. I want to have an influence on this type of music that moves people and yes. so forth. And I walked in and my mind got changed drastically because there were so many inner workings into music and so many different divisions mm-hmm. that you could kind of like tap into that. I ended up falling in love with live music, you know, wow. and it was something that really caught, caught on to me. And that was based on the way ASC actually works and the inner workings and the running of the actual campus. You know, mm-hmm. When you have certain mentors that actually sit there and have done the things that you want to do. Yeah. And they're basically telling you about all these things. Like, you know, uh, I've toured at so-and-so. I've worked like this and that. And you're sitting there and you're like, you've done all these great things and you're still doing these great things. But you're sitting here with me trying to make me understand mm. the inner workings of this as well. Who are some of the mentors you... I've got I've got two great idols from um, the Academy of Sound Engineering. Uh, one has to be my number one lecturer, which is Krista Hatting. I mean, uh-huh. this guy is phenomenal. He's he's brilliant. He's amazing. Uh, I don't think I've met a man so smart, but at the same time so down to earth and so accessible to people. Yeah, you know. And the second person was Tom Ponyavane. We used to call him TP. Uh, this <laughs> man was. He was a superman. Shout out TP. You know, he was a like superman cool of sound, nickname. you know. The superman and of sound. He was a wow. superman of sound, you know. And basically working with those two, I I fell in love with mm-hmm. the live music industry. And I, I knew that from that moment, that's all I wanted to do. Well, most definitely. And then you go on to do amazing, awesome stuff stupidly crazily good and envious things <laughs> i'll use every single word in my vocabulary because i genuinely am very envious you've worked on swedish house mafia's one last tour you've worked with lincoln park you've worked with lira you've worked on idols you've worked with jill scott and shante moore you've worked with nakane torre in the muffins it's like dude 
Do you think Anderson 10 years ago would believe what Anderson right now is doing? Honestly speaking, I don't think he would, but if you have that belief and, you know, you've got that drive to actually achieve something, mm-hmm. it literally becomes second fiddle in terms of you trying to achieve that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember my very first gig with an international act, which is Sean Timor, right? In the yes. M1 studios at the SABC. And okay. So you, you need to break this down for me. What is your role in the whole production? So, and, and here's the thing, right? I mean, I, I walked in without any experience, you know, okay. as a newbie, I was still studying. Yeah. You know, I, I've just tapped into like this newfound knowledge and there I am sitting with one of my uh, idols, TP, right? Yeah. And he's working monitors and he's like, you know what? Why don't you come through, roll a couple of cables, set up a few mic stands and see where we go from there. Wow. Right. And just that little act, you know, of someone having that sort of trust in you. I mean, yes, it is rolling a cable or just setting up a mic stand. But I mean, you're working for an international act. Exactly. Who wants things done in for a someone who way, believes you know? in you. Exactly. Like and, that. Yeah. And for someone to give me that responsibility and that role, you know, it was something that was very heartwarming. Mm. And from that moment, I was like, whether you're sitting there rolling a cable or you're sitting there actually mixing this entire gig, you're just as important as every other member on your team. Yeah. Right. We've also, we've also got like this fantastic saying that we had, um, at the Academy of Sound Engineering, which is George on verse two, which is always take the blame, you know, and everyone thinks that that's hard for me. You, you see, know, I'd be a team a player. Thing, <laughs> I'd want to be Sia, there, right? but take the blame. Here's the thing, Sia, right? Yeah. I mean, you're thinking about always taking the blame as you taking the grunt for everything, uh-huh. but it's more about being a team player. Right. So if you think about it this way, if, there's something that's happened and the person who's in charge of this gig finds you as a first person of contact and says to you, why is this not done? What's happening? So forth and so forth. Yeah. If you now start playing, you know, uh, pointing fingers and you're like, no, it was that guy and this guy. Passing it takes up around. Yeah. It, it takes so much. It takes up so much time that, you know, at the end of it, you sit there and you're like, well, we've wasted two hours trying to find out who did this and what's wrong with it. Yeah. Whereas had I just taken the blame and taken the grunt for it, you're being a team player because in that instance, you're saving two hours of your cruise time. Yes, it might look bad on you. Yeah. But then your crew members will still come back to you and be on something. You know what, guy? We actually appreciate what you did right there because you saved us so much time. Yeah. And we know that we can trust you with what we do. Okay, fine. <laughs> Usually, like, you know, everybody says there's no I in team. Exactly. I used to be the guy who says, well, there's M <laughs> and there's E in team, which makes me. So it's yeah, all about me. I'm I not good. But you changed me. Thank you for giving yeah. me a whole new mindset you today. Know, so and that, that, that's yeah. how we work. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back now, what's been like the worst mistake you've ever made uh, when it comes to, you know, live production? Because that's how you learn. Like often failure is our biggest yeah. teacher. Um, it was actually working with the Muffins in 2012, 2013. I yeah. Think. And we're sitting there and... I mean, as you know, it's like five vocalists, you know, yes. uh, they all play guitars and drums and so forth. And we're sitting there, you know, and they've got like this fantastic take. I mean, it is brilliant. It's mind blowing. You know, everyone sitting in the studio is like mesmerized. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've literally hit oh, a I'm platinum already mind, feeling you know? pressure for you. And okay. <laughs> at that very moment, you know, towards the end of the song, I realize I have not pressed record. <laughs> oh, you know, and. It was a major learning curve. Because Please tell me there was a backup recording somewhere. No, but that's the thing. You don't press record. It doesn't get recorded, right? And that's when you start using your, your wits and your smart. And, you know, you just go, ah, you know what, guys? That was a great take, but I feel like we should do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know? Okay, so to the muffins, you guys probably were wondering why yeah. Anderson wants you to do seven takes. You know? Now you know the story behind Exactly. <laughs> no, but then I think it's only fair for me to ask what has been like that 
amazing, amazing uh, production or song you've worked on, you're like, yo, if uh, I were to die tonight and this is my legacy, I'd be chuffed. Uh, it's actually, it's two. It's a bit part because it's one artist I've been working with and she's kind of like moved around. Okay. Uh, she used to be in a band called Love Glory. And this band was like amazing. Two female vocalists that back each other up like nobody's business. Yeah. And then they had their own troubles. They kind of like separated. And then she turned into the super group, you know, which funny enough, I think is going to be the group that blows up in 2016. Okay. Right? So we're going to make Anderson's you list know? of people to and, watch as well. Yeah. And this group is called Zuka Collective. I mean, we've just released an album called Relation Trips. Mm-hmm. And on that album, there's a certain track called Letter to My Brother, you know, and it is one of the most sublime written pieces and guitar playing and you know just it, it makes musical sense yeah and it sounds i don't even know how to explain it you know it's something that you hear once and it moves you and you don't want to hear it again but you want to play it again well you just made me you want know? to hear it what is it Zuko <laughs> zuko collective zuko collective yes wow, it's okay. called letters to my brother and it's 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 pretty mind-boggling you know it's, making, it's amazing making a little <laughs> mental note with that now so dude you have worked on all of these great productions you your cv speaks for itself basically yeah. and you've decided that you want to go back to the academy of sound engineering as a lecturer why was it important i'm already for you to there as a lecturer actually and it was because you know when, when you sit there and you think to yourself i'm here right now and it's because someone else offered me the opportunity and shared that knowledge with me to actually be here. Yeah. You yourself feel like, you know, not that you owe someone, but that you feel like you want to give back. Yeah. And by, by me being a lecturer, that's how I give back. If I can go back and give some of the knowledge I've gained on my travels and so forth back to the students of the Academy of Sound Engineering, that mm-hmm. makes the institution a better one to go to as well. Yeah. You know, if you've got someone who's, who's working all of these gigs day in, day out, coming back and actually telling you in real time, by the way, guys, on the weekend, I stuffed yeah. up, you know, this is what happened. And these are things that can happen, even if you're a big shot or starting off from the basics. That for me is is pretty, pretty rad. Actually. Yeah, I think it, it, when you have all of this knowledge and when you learn certain things, yeah. it's only fair that you go on and pass it on to others and people who do need it. So kudos on you for doing that. Yeah. Um, how's it going so far? It's pretty great. From actually. student to teacher to the master. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you know, it's, 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 it's actually, it's actually pretty good because, um, I've even kind of like started offering opportunities to certain students, you know, and there's one I'm really, really proud of called Owen Miller. And, you know, uh, I recently got him an opportunity to work with, uh, Hip Hop Chronicles, you know, which is a new show wow. coming to MTV, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he took that with such enthusiasm, you know, and character and, I mean, I was so glad to actually see this finished product with his name at yeah. the bottom as head sound engineer, you know, and that gives you the fulfillment back in terms of, you know, I've actually tried and this guy has actually made it. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the happy moment, you know. Well, listen, Mr. Anderson, um, since you're in such a great giving mood and um, you're just <laughs> dishing out jobs, next time, you know, Swedish House Mafia comes around. Unfortunately, it was the one last tour. <laughs> well, well, oh yeah, sorry, wrong example. You know, yeah. and like maybe Beyonce comes around, Janet hey. Jackson, just yeah. like you can call Sia up. Sia doesn't mind, hey. you'll be the, the stage sweeper, whatever it is. Just talk your brother up, okay? Yeah. You have my email address. So if, uh, I, if I hear Beyonce is in the country and you didn't hook me up, I feel like this whole interview is wasted. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but on a serious note, for you personally, yeah. where do you see yourself headed? Like the next five years for you personally? Uh, so the next five years, it started for me, right? Um, it started in 2014 when I 
we I basically started a company with four other guys called Ram Jam. Awesome. Right. And this company is an entertainment company that does pretty much everything. So Ram Jam is like the host company. Yeah. And then you've got like these little companies just underneath Ram Jam, you know. Um one of the ones that we take really seriously currently is Soul Sundays. You know, which is an appreciation for underground talent. Yeah. You know, we have a whole lot of artists that have never been heard of, never been signed, you know, kind of like making waves in the underground scene. Yeah. And we bring them in for pretty much a showcasing with, you know, various other poets and other artists. And from that, you know, we've actually even found that people blossom, you know, they start new bands from finding out, oh, you're a guitarist. That's fantastic. You know, yeah. I mean, I play a bit of bass. Can we kind of like do something together? You know, and that's been really cool and it's been growing nice and steadily you know and even with that being said i mean the academy of sound engineering funny enough you know has been so supportive of that yeah which is also great to kind of like have you know i mean the the whole the whole stature of of, of the institution and how they they kind of like look out for their own students you yeah know? it feels like a family you know i mean you talk about these people who go to say harvard you know and mm-hmm. they become like your alumni and you know, it's like part of this big franchise. Yeah. It's pretty much exactly the same thing at the Academy of Sound Engineering. So I think that's you know? cool. And I feel like a lot of people want to get in contact with you. Yeah. So is it fair to say they can visit asc.co.za within Joburg or Cape Town to get yeah. in touch yeah, with so, you and the Academy? Yeah. yeah. So I got some contact details for you. Um, uh, if you've got any queries, you can just uh, email info Perfect. at ASC. Right. Um, if you want to call, it's 011 482 9200 and that's the national contact center fantastic whether you're based in cape town or johannesburg uh on facebook uh it's just academy of sound engineering mm-hmm. right or you can go to ac cape town for the cape town campus and then we've got a website www.ac.co.za or you know if you want to get in touch with them you know you can contact me because anderson has already promised me a job with beyonce <laughs> but that is it thank you very much <laughs> thank you very anderson much. thank you so much for stopping by this morning thank you so much and imparting you. your pearls in of wisdom and these one-liners <laughs> and phrases that i'll be making notes oh, of for yes. the rest of the day all the best for you and for 2016 as thank well thank you very much see ya awesome uh, stuff 16 will be a great year let's from your ears to the heavens <laughs> let's make it happen this is cool untapped talents on cliffcentral.com Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. You're boarding a plane in two hours, and you're looking forward to Sin City. Your girlfriend, however, has her heart set on Rome. You love her dearly, and let's be honest, she totally wears the pants. So you load up Rome Season 2 on your laptop in the Departures Lounge, but by the time you get to Cape Town, you're demanding she plays The Good Wife. Because with Showmax for 99 Rand a month, you get to watch the best series and movies online anytime. So get to Showmax.com and get your seven-day free trial. Untapped talent on CliffCentral.com. This is Untapped Talents with myself, Sia Sangwini Finn, uh, on cliffcentral.com. And listen, I don't, like, I'm just talking to someone cool. Someone who's, like, amazing. Someone who's fun. She just walks in. She's, she tells me, she's like, um, listen, we're going to have fun right now. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs>
Hi, Ayanda. Hi, Sia. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, thanks. How are you? I'm awesome just because you're awesome. I, I love your energy. I love you even more. <laughs> Let's just spend this whole interview talking about right. each other and how awesome you are. I'm joking. Ayanda Ntlapa, you're a trendy fashion designer and fashionista overall. But this morning I have you on the show because we're very, very excited about what you're doing and what you're up to and what's all going to get revealed in like 10 days' time, actually, yeah. on Monday the 18th. So how are you feeling right now, actually? I am super, super, super excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I can't even talk right now. I'm just so excited. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. It's an opportunity I've been waiting for for my whole life, really. Yes. So I'm glad that it's finally come. I'm glad that it's here. And I'm glad that, you know, I have this platform to do my thing and also um, inspire people yes. while I'm doing that and teach people as well. So, yeah. So, so let's shed some light on the yes. project. Ayanda's Fashion House. Um, what's it all about? Who's behind it? And why was it so important for you to be involved? Okay. So Ayanda's Fashion House is a new show that's launching soon on Ed DSTV 190. On uh-huh. the 18th of January Yes At uh, 18.55 Central African time And yeah It's basically a show That gives insights On the different facets That are found Within the fashion industry mm-hmm. Through myself And the wonderful guests That I get to hang out with In the house So we literally Explore the fashion industry From fashion photography To modeling To Ooh. design To fashion events You yeah. know um, I don't want to give away too much, <laughs> but it's it's about the fashion industry yeah. and all the different facets that are found within the fashion industry. Because I feel like every single Tom, Dick and Jabalani with a cool phone things just because they're on Instagram and they can hashtag outfit of the day, you know... Doesn't mean you know it all. So here we have Ayanda and her amazing panel who are going to school us week after week. Absolutely. Um, where do you see 2016 going in terms of trends? I'm now going to take advantage of this moment of having a fashionista in studio. You know what? I think that people are more open to trying things now mm-hmm. more than ever. So... I see 2016 being really interesting and I see a lot of cool looks coming out. I see a lot of people trying out um, different looks. You know, I'm seeing a lot of hair colors, hairstyles. You know, so people are very experimental. So I'm seeing, I think 2016 is going to be very interesting in terms of how the trends are going to come out. There are a lot of things trending. Yeah. And I'm just glad that people are more open to trying out trends and trying out new things. And people are more fashion inclined now. So Wow. It's you really think really fashion is for the people and everyone is somehow expressing themselves in Definitely. some way or the other. Definitely. What does fashion mean to you and what does expressing yourself mean to you? Fashion is exactly that, expressing myself. Fashion is everything to me. Fashion is life. I live it. <laughs> I breathe it. I am fashion. Wow. Right now I'm wearing this amazing Yeah, let's top. talk through the outfit. <laughs> it's like... The the best thing I can call it like the belly dancer. It's a top. belly dancer yes. top. It's gold. It's got beads. It's amazing. And that's basically how I'm feeling today. I'm feeling quite royal and okay. quite um, light yeah. and positive and happy. You know, so it is a, a process of expressing yourself. I wear what I feel. Yeah. Inside. So we know when you're having a bad day. You will know. Okay. <laughs> but funny enough, even when I'm having a bad day, I always dress up to. Make up for the bad ah, that's going on inside. Okay. So also fashion is more like a mask for me sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a religion. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's my escape. Yeah. It's, it's everything to me. I love fashion. So I need your advice quickly because mm-hmm. I thought for 2016, maybe I should try this out. Black is my favorite color. Uh-huh. I'm always wearing an item of black. Me so too. do you think it would be too much to start wearing black every single day? 
I just feel Considering like that's a statement. Considering the heat yeah, right that, now, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, it's too hard, no, can't do this. But you know what? There's always ways to work around things. You could maybe, you know, choose the fabrics you're going to be working with. Okay. You know, so if it's a light, soft fabric and some air can kind of seep through it, then it's yeah. cool. You know, and you can just accessorize it and make it fun and light. So you could get away with wearing black every day, but I, I just don't know, like... The weather, the but heat. You, but you know why? Because I'm very, very lazy and uh-huh. I hate like spending a long time choosing what to wear. And I feel like with black, I can wear like black skinnies and black t-shirts and then just put on a black blazer and I go off to an event after work and it just works. Exactly. Black <laughs> so is beautiful. You can downplay it. You can upplay yes. it. It's great. I love black personally. It is my favorite color as well. Thank you. So I'm going to take your advice and I think I have your like golden star across yeah. my name. So I'm going to do it. Just accessorize it and make it your personal Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just like you know what? I'm gonna take more advantage of this moment and ask for personal advice and commentary. What do you think of Jaden Smith? We talked about it this uh, talked about this at the start of the show. Jaden Smith has been selected as a face of Louis Vuitton's new collection, mm-hmm. uh, which is women's wear. Yeah. So it's all about breaking boundaries, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. What's your take on that? I think it's really interesting. I love it when brands kind of cross the line. Mm-hmm. You know, um I saw another Dalton Cabana also did something recently with the traditional Muslim wear, exactly. right? It's called a hijab. Yeah, exactly. So it was quite a controversial move, but I love the fact that the experimental going back to Louis Vuitton as well. You know, you, we, we can't keep it um, safe. We can't play it safe the whole time. We have yeah. to explore. We have to we take can't be chances. wearing black all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so even if you want to wear black every day, just add that element of surprise. Yes. You know, so I think that's exactly what they did. And I love it. I'm, 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 thoroughly for it you're behind it 400 yeah I, I will have to say kudos on them because at least you know Jaden is known as that guy who's out of the box it's not like they're just picking someone just because they're popular exactly yeah he's... so it worked really well true but i think the guy still needs to have like a cat scan on his really? brain or something yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think <laughs> come on I don't think he's mentally okay like did you hear you some girl asked him to be his partner at her prom and he rocked up in like a it was some character costume i would have been so pissed i would love my partner to do that <laughs> if your partner walked in wearing like a superman outfit would you've been fine with that for yes, you yes then i dance? come in a superwoman outfit ah. we're having fun fashion is fun that's the thing we have to have fun with it <laughs> <laughs> okay on that note you know I, are you going to have interesting debates and conversation on on the show because, on the show you know, certainly exactly people have so many different views exactly and the show is a platform for different voices Voices. So it's different. Um, it's divided into three different segments. Mm-hmm. One segment is for up and coming artists. The next one is a, a panel discussion where we actually discuss whatever topic we, we, we were talking about on that episode. Yeah. And then the last segment is the business uh, aspect where we talk to a business expert. Oh, wow. You know, so it's really interesting because you get to hear different views from different voices, from up and comers, from business experts, from students, from actual um, people that are established in the industry. So it's definitely going to be interesting. I've had the likes of, um, what's his name? Johan Gitsia. Johan Gitsia. Sorry. I was like, what's his name? I don't know. Johan Gitsia, your Stephen Manzini's, your... 
um, Justice from I See a Different You, mm-hmm. Boomi, oh, RSTC Online. So cool. They're awesome. Yeah. So I've, I've already gotten a chance to interview a number of people, a variety of people, and it's going to be really interesting. Y'all have to tune in. Yes. So it all goes down on Monday the 18th. Yes. Super, super exciting stuff. I think it will be awesome. Let's all, uh, just quickly as well. The South African fashion industry. Yeah. Is it growing as much as you'd like it to grow? Is it as diverse as you'd like it to be? Yeah. Um, how, how is it overall? I think it's definitely growing. It is diverse. Even Fashion Week is growing. The whole culture, the lifestyle is growing. Fashion is being taken more seriously, more than ever. And I yeah. like that. Um, and I like the fact that uh, SA Fashion Week in particular gave a chance to local up and coming brands to yeah. also showcase. So it gave a variety and, and that brand, um, used, your your normal day to day models. It wasn't your typical tall, skinny models. So, you know, I just like how the world is so experimental right now. Mm. Going back to SA and the fashion industry, it's very experimental. It's growing. Yeah. You know, it's open to new things. So that's the only way one can grow if you open to new things. And I think that that's exactly what the SA fashion industry is looking like. It's open to new things and it's growing and it's exciting. That's awesome. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it really is awesome that we're growing so much and it, there's diversity yes. and everyone is just accepted. And uh, yeah. And we're understanding it, it, it. fashion better. Yes. And we're expressing ourselves. Yeah. It's not just about a huge dramatic ball gown for the sake of. Exactly, but it's a, really about self-expression. I think that's the most important thing. Just off the top of your head, who would you have to say are like the three game changers in fashion right now for you? Your three favorite fashionistas? Oh man, apart from yourself, <laughs> without <laughs> without being biased or anything. Yeah. Um, Tamara Day is one of my good friends, and I think she mm. she's very very stylish. I think she's leading hair game just as a whole. Yes. <laughs> Whenever I see her, she has like a different hair color. Yeah. yeah. But I I think she dresses really well. AKA is looking great these days. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know if he's got a stylist or whatever, but like, I like how he's taking his image seriously in terms of fashion. Yes. Um, number three, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll list you in my top three, okay? Yeah, I, I, I and that level definitely up there. I think I, I dress really well. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to tell me. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, let me see. Someone else. Nomuzi. Nomuzi Mapena. She actually has Yo. swag. And it's uh, yeah. actually that girl is something else because I watched her music video a couple of weeks ago with DJ Speeds. I think, yeah. um, don't panic. Mm. I was just like, how can you just take a simple bicycle? You're in Cape Town <laughs> and you're lying on the, on the beach, the sand at the beach and yeah. you look so cool and so funky. It's so now. I think, yeah, exactly. most definitely. She's very trendy and she, she knows how to personalize her style. I like that when someone can just personalize their style yeah. and, You've got your own vibe going. Yeah. That's amazing. So I think she's stylish. Herself, aka Tamara Day, top three right now. And what I definitely love about your top three there is those are the people who, just because something is trendy, doesn't mean they have to wear it. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people need to understand. Yeah. You know, just because like crop tops are in season doesn't mean everybody should be wearing it. And just because some rings are in season. Oh my goodness. I'm done with those. <laughs> I am honestly done. But alas, these are more the conversations. But that's that- the thing. Trends are there to be used, you know, so... But you need to know what works for your body. Exactly. You see, like, for me, I'm a naturally skinny and short guy. I can't wear those long t-shirts that everybody's wearing. Because you'll look shorter. Thank you. 
I'm glad you understand. But I'm kind of <laughs> jealous of them because they all look cool. But she can always school. make it work. You could perhaps <laughs> layer it, you know. Yes. And then it will pay advances to your height and your body shape and okay. size and everything, even your skin tone. Oh, Ayanda, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you feel like feel like being my <laughs> shopping assistant? Well, I feel like I need your help now. I'm sure we can arrange something okay, off let's, air. Let's arrange something. <laughs> <laughs> You're just awesome. Thank Ayanda, you. Ayanda, thank you so much for stopping by this morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yes. having so much fun. I don't want to leave. Yeah, let's not. Let's just close the door and that's it. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we aren't about to hijack the studio, but it's 10 days, T minus 10 days until the launch and premiere of Ayanda's Fashion, Fashion House. House. The countdown begins. Ooh. Oh, so, so excited just for you. All the best for that. And thanks thank so much for stopping much. by on the show. And also thank you to Anderson for telling his story a little earlier as well. And most importantly, thank you for listening. We do this every single week um, uh, right here on cliffcentral.com. It's untapped talent. Ayanda? Just a reminder, yes. please tune in to Ayanda's Fashion House okay. yeah, on yeah. the 18th of January, 1855 Central yes. African Time on Channel Ed, DSTV 190 where, and on GoTV Channel 65. Where can people follow you and get more info as well? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Ayanda Ntlapo. Perfect. Yes. And until next week, we'll do this all again. Maybe if Ayanda thinks I'm cool enough, she'll come back sometime in the future. Yay, I'd love to. <laughs> awesome. My name is Sia. And I'll see ya. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.